Normally we save that for uh, the great one because it annoys him. So, like, can you hear me? Can you? Because we already know we have our audio visual dialed in pretty well. But I bought a new webcam. I got this was from the last visit for the Southern Command. So now I have now witnessed the full firepower of this fully operational Death Star, where I now do not have to transport any of my equipment from Minneapolis to the Southern Command. But I had to like you know, work with bandwidth issues or there was lag time. And um, I won't mention who, but someone, you know, watches an obscene amount of television. <laughs> I was like, really? Is it somebody really? I've met? Someone you've met. <laughs> okay. I think I know. We can't, we can't say who, but it's like, yeah. it would be like me finding out you, um, you diddle kids uh, to be perfectly. I, I mean, it's almost that like, I lost so much respect for you because you watch that much TV. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, but I think I figured it out. I think we have enough bandwidth to cover both the insane appetite of television watching and for me to actually get my job done. So, uh, we haven't podcasted in a long time. Uh, yeah, we might have done it a couple weeks ago or something. Yeah, I think that's the last time I podcasted because I was trying to get my taxes done before I, I, I headed down to South Dakota or not South Dakota, Las Vegas. I had gotten hit with a deluge of asshole consulting. Are you even starting up busy season right now? Are you, uh, is it like the, the calm before the storm? It's a little bit like the calm before the storm, but um, I was going to talk to you a little bit uh, while we're talking here about some stuff that's going on this year. We'll, we will talk <laughs> while, while we're talking. Well, I didn't know if you want to get to some stuff first, but I hey, got, some... you know what we should do while we talk? Get, get we a hold of No, we, we should talk. Let's talk about talking. So, in the infinite wisdom of the Internal Revenue Service. Now, try to think of the the world in 2020, you know, bullshit or not, whatever, coronavirus, whatever. People people need money. They need their tax refunds. You know, they just need to get this crap in. So, guess what the IRS decided to do? Extend the filing deadline? Worse, they made it, and so I, I am not allowed to file a single tax return until February 12th. That's about three weeks later than you're normally allowed to start filing tax returns. Why did they do that? Are they not staffed adequately or what? Their their crappy excuse was something like, oh, well, we need to upgrade the systems because, you know, all the stimulus payments made it made it so we're behind and I'm thinking you had the whole freaking year to do that. Didn't and you doesn't well wait, hey, didn't the treasury issue the the stimulus well, payments? What does that have to do with the IRS? Well it's based on your tax return. So it has to check, you know, what your oh, adjuster grows in. But okay. but still that's not an excuse. That is no excuse. So you this this goes for you. This goes for everybody. You can send me all your stuff. I'll do it. You know, hey, no problem. I just can't file it for it's about It's just going to sit there and collect dust, huh? Yeah. So, hey, get me your stuff. It's not like you'll get it any faster. <laughs> well, and I was all, man, I came out of the gate swinging. I, uh, remember when I sent you the pictures of me organizing my receipts on New Year's Eve 2020? Yeah, those were good times. Yeah, those are good times. And I was up visiting a, uh, a friend of mine over in Green Bay, and it was a girl, and the GF was with, and my friend had bought a house. And... Girls in new house equals lots of and they will spend an entire hour in a room with no furniture talking about it. 
And what are you going to do? What do you think? And do you like green? What shade of green? And I just sat there doing my receipts. So by the time New Year's Day, mid-New Year's Day, I had organized all my receipts. And I had entered them into a spreadsheet. And I had uh, posted that on the internet. And Ryan Stone is like, oh, my God, I can't believe you got it done. But Ryan Stone was just jealous. That's all. He's just jealous. They got my, my they're as done as they can be. I'm literally just waiting on 1099 and 1098 data. Well, the soonest you'll receive any type of refund or whatever, I'm going to say probably about March. Okay. Well, I I have April. <laughs> I have until April 15th to file my corporate returns. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. I will say you would be very, very proud of the way I've been acting in the last few days. Like, yeah, okay. I've, yes, everybody wants a freebie. Everybody's got a sob story. Everybody wants a discount. So this everybody, is the time. Of the and year. hang on, and everybody is a Democrat. So fuck them. Please, please tell me, <laughs> tell me you said no because you respect your time. This is what I've been doing, okay? So you know how I had to shed a bunch because I just, you know, I'm over it. So I right. offloaded a bunch. So I'm being extremely picky with who I'm going to take on now because, come on, this is what you work for, to be able to set it up the right. way you want to. Right. So I'm getting a lot of people. If you're contacting me now, if you need it, if you're looking for a tax account now, you're too late. Like this was something you were supposed to take care of, you know, within the past few months. So when I give quotes, people come to me, I ask about their situation. I quote extremely high because I don't need, yeah. And I don't need their business. And frankly, it's like, I don't, it's, it's better for me if they say no, because I've already got enough that I can do. People actually think it's a negotiation when I send, you know, they send me their tax return. Right. And then I look it over and, um, you know, I say, okay, based on this, it'll be X amount, you know, here's a breakdown. Well, our previous account did it for this amount. We were thinking that it would be more along the, those lines. Do you think I even bother replying? No. See, and, and when people try to haggle with me, I just increase my price. I'm like, apparently you don't understand. This is fixed pricing. Don't fuck with it. I mean, I, and I don't think people understand. Now, if the times go bad, because this will all end. All good things come to end. Maybe not in your case, because you're a CPN, that's a little bit more permanent. But I have a feeling all things will come to an end. And then when I'm more desperate, then I'll allow for haggling and lower prices. But right now, my time, there isn't any excess time. There's no free time. I am so short of it that even people haggling me on price pisses me off. I don't have time for it. And so I I jack up the prices right there. And they're like, but well, wages. It's like the more emails you send me, the higher this price goes. So either accept this price and do as I fucking say right now, or or, or or you don't, you go away. Everybody has a sob story. They think that this is like some kind of negotiation. This is not a negotiation because I don't care. And there you go. But but it gets worse, dude. People want so without getting into tax technobabble, we set you up a certain way because we had to. That's the more advantageous way. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you get these people that are like, "Hey, I've heard about this S corp thing." Will you tell me about it? And I'll be like, sure, you know, let's book a one hour consultation. My hourly rate is X amount. And that X amount ain't cheap. Well, I was I was thinking that you could just kind of spend a few minutes for free. And then I would consider coming to you for 
for you know tax prep because we're I'm talking to a few people and one lady I just responded well you just keep on talking to people and that <laughs> was like that. there you go I'm proud of you uh, Vladimir Elkinoff I'm very this, proud I do feel this is your influence so <laughs> good I had this other buddy called Chad Elkins who wouldn't do that ballsy move like Vladimir Elkinoff Vladimir Elkinoff is like the badass version of Chad Elkins <laughs> if only Rich Cooper could see me now. Oh, um, uh, here, Syndicate Chief, he's running the fan discord, uh, which I don't know what that is, but the fan discord code, uh, DH, whatever that is. People who know how to do discord, that's what it is. I, I have no clue how that works. I set up a discord one time and I just stopped looking at it. So I guess it's a, it's a big deal among the kids nowadays. Are we dedicating our super chats to anybody or are we just kind of going with Yeah, you know what? Let's do that. Let's dedicate our super chats to, to Atham. Yes. Be told, yeah. Uh, let's just dedicate all the super chats to Atham here because you could shake your little tush. We're yeah. only like 250 bucks away. Like people have been donating uh, a fair amount and I dedicate. So he, he'll, um, so we only have 250 bucks left to go. So we'll, Dedicate. Then I don't have to worry about it. Then, I, then we can revert the debt, the donations <laughs> to where they rightfully belong, and that is my septic tank fund. <laughs> All right, go ahead, add it there, Chad. Um, Mexi Mike for ten dollars. Chad, check that money maker for Papacito. Also, I have a box of receipts for twenty nineteen. Can I get you to file them in before the January twentieth? Yes, awesomeness. That is so awesome. Problems handling. Um, you know. Yeah, I want you to mail me that. Don't scan it. Don't put it in a spreadsheet. That's just don't organize work. it. Yeah, that just that that's silly. I want you to just put it in a Ziploc bag. Just stuff it in there. You know, don't even lay it. Just kind of get it in there. Mail it to me, and um, I'll have that ready for you within an hour or two after a receipt. So <laughs> send that on over. You you got this right. I got this, man. I got, you, got you covered, Mexico. I'm, I'm gonna go on Lake Michigan on a boat. I'll see you later. All right. I'm gonna go get <laughs> drunk with a horse. All right. Mexi Mike again. You're the man. Five bucks. You're 30 years old and looking for a husband? Yeah, turn around. Go to the husband's store. Ask for Captain Capitalism. And when you hear crickets, just there and wait some. Maybe there's something going on in the chat here. Let me see. I don't know. Huh. I don't see any context for that, but uh, cool. Um, I wrote a post. Maybe he's referring to that called The Cartel That Worked Too Well over on my blog. And it talks about how unconsciously women are engaging in cartelish behavior where they're all getting fat at the same time. They're all, although not consciously to <clears throat> lower the effort and the amount of uh, labor they have to put into finding uh, a man. Uh, but just through different societal forces, feminism, education, whatever else, that they've really let themselves go as a group. But in doing so, fine men are desperate enough. Some of them will still have sex with them. But when it comes time to marriage, like no guy wants them. And I think that's what he's uh, referring to is by the time they're 30, 35, all of a sudden they want to go to the husband store and find a husband. It's like, bitch, you're 200 pounds. Fuck off. You know, but those days are over. I'm sorry, ladies, at least here in the U S you're, you're too late. You know, yep. so sorry. They, and unfortunately it's like, you could just flip a switch. Like, you know, oh, I'd like this type of guy. It's like, well, they don't exist. I mean, it, it, they're like trees. They're like, they're very akin to uh, nutmeg trees yeah. where where it takes like 30 years, I think, for them to start bearing fruit. And the time to have a masculine man that was marriage material was your your seed should have been planted about 
30 years ago and you groomed your current crop of marriage of, of men, not marriageable men to be these soy boy pussies. And now you want a traditional guy with a job and makes lots of money. It's like you, you raised the wrong crop of men then. And I'm terribly sorry. You're going to do without. So question for you. <clears throat> who is worth in this cohort that we're talking about? Cause there's probably some who is worthy of actually, who is there anybody we should feel sorry for? Because maybe they were misled. Or is the majority they just they just didn't want to bother? They want to party through. Are we talking men or women or both? women? Women. I, I I feel no. I feel bad. It's like the millennials. I mean, I love the slam on them, uh, but at the same time, I feel sorry for them because they were lied to. You know, they they were misinformed. Or even, yeah. even the black community. You know, uh, you could say, my God, you want to talk about a community that was lied to? It was the black community. So on a on a macro level i guess yes i do feel sorry uh but at the same time then uh like well wait are you going to commit crime are you going to vote to enslave me and and take my money through socialism are you going to well now i got to worry about my own self-interest and where i draw the line is hypocrisy where like you try to tell them and then they they come back and they call you names that's where i draw the line and i think mm -hmm. that's where <clears throat> you it's rare, but you can usually get a gal, not usually, but you will occasionally have a gal who will be like, well, yeah, I kind of know I should lose weight. Well, then, okay, I understand. Now, stop it with the lies. But for every one of those, there's at least 20 that are like, how dare you? They're, they doubled down, and, and that's why I don't care anymore. So mm -hmm. I'd say maybe a 2% okay. uh, group of uh, that that are, what, forgivable, not at fault. Um, but for, but for the most part, if you're a 35 year old woman and you think big is beautiful, like you're actually swallowing that. No, no, you're, no. you're, now you're lying to yourself. Even you don't believe it. You're being a hypocrite. So I guess the, the hypocrite rate, I guess is, is what, where I draw the line there. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, I don't demand, if I'm going to get serious with a woman, I don't demand anything from her that I wouldn't demand of myself, which is basically just be in shape. I mean, what yeah. else is there? There. And you're asking too much already. Because they've been promised and they've believed for 33 decades, four decades that that's not you. You don't really like thin women, Chad. You <laughs> you have been socially conditioned <laughs> to, yeah. to do that because I remember the brainwashing sessions. Right. They sat us down and, and I'm like, damn, I want to bang that fat chick. But then they they sat us down and they programmed us to like thin chicks against our will. But now, we're yes, you're right. My natural state is to, is to go after loud, obnoxious, mouthy feminist nagging harpy lard asses that that's what i really wanted in my heart of hearts and, and as my mother likes to tell me well well chad it's hard for women to stay thin i guess i guess they're gonna be here's the thing it's <laughs> not that they won't ever marry they some of them maybe even most of them will get married but they'll be miserable they're not gonna get what they want yeah they'll be either single or miserable or both i and i Ask me how many fucks I care right now, how many fucks I give. Well, we got money to make off this in a, in a few years, you know? <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to make – I'll be making money until I'm dead off of this because <laughs> the day the nuclear family comes back is the is the day I'm, I'm homeless. Hang on for a second. Yeah, sure. We had a fan listening live here, so. I, I got to just say, like, I, so I, I have been where you are. I, mm -hmm. And for the life of me, I can't figure out where you're sitting right now. But that's, that's good. You know, I did that on yeah. purpose so people can find out. Yeah, that's well done. 
uh, Krakatoa for five bucks. Check email Rooster Booster available. Yes, he's my Rooster Booster supply. I did get his email, and I I'm sorry I haven't emailed him because I always I love Rooster Booster, and he could supply me. I pay him to for his time, but I just it hasn't dawned on me. And then he also sent me a question about some oh moving overseas. So I am curious to read the email Krakatoa. I do have it. Um, and I will, you know what? Just go buy some now. <laughs> Just go give me some Rooster Booster Light. Send it to the same address, and uh, uh, let me know what I owe you. Just, just, just go ahead. I'll, I'll put an order in now while while he's tuning in. Um, Who next? I think we had a few more. Yeah, and, and the main the main point of this is the. Um, I gotta I gotta go through fan mail. I gotta clean out my email because it's backing up. So we're gonna go through them pretty quick. I'll just okay. AJ Figueroa for five dollars. Is that how you pronounce it, Figueroa? That's the so there's a street in LA that's yeah. Figueroa. That's how they pronounce it. There's probably a better way to pronounce it. Okay. Um, Chad, what is the best path to six figures in accounting? I'm a freshman in college, debating either slaving away at the big four or starting my own practice. My man, you got it. You know, you can't do one without the other. You can't just uh, you know graduate from whatever school you're at, get a master's in accounting, sit for the CPA, and you can't just suddenly say, hey, I'm a tax expert. Everybody come to me. Yeah, I get some work experience. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to do gang signs for six figs. So, you, so this is like a six? Yeah. Does that look like a six? six. Yeah, for my for my end. Um, oh, I screwed up. Yeah, if I had it. 69. You know, like when, when in ghetto trash think they're cool because they do hand signs, gang signs, they'll go, yeah, <laughs> six figs. See? So that would be like the gang style. That'd be like, dude, bro, I make six figs. That'd be the hand sign. Part of the six figs gang, y'all. Let me give him just, uh, just a slight better. So do all the right things, you know, get the accounting degree, get as many hours as you need to sit for the exams. Go work for Big Four for a year or two. Get them to pay for your exams. Pass those exams. Get the Big Four on your resume. Be in the tax area. And then move on to preparing to uh, start your own practice you got to get experience first you can't just say you want to do it uh here's one man do you everyone's in a question for tonight samuel tuck two bucks chad if you had to move where would you go god if, man if i knew the answer um i don't know i like where you are right now where clary is right now um did we freeze yeah Yep, that's that's how it goes here. That's how it goes. So, but you're saying you 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 like Vegas? Yes, I I always have fun being there. The weather seems nice. Granted, I didn't go there in the summertime. Um, I don't know. I would like to go to a state that doesn't have a state income tax. So I'd probably start there and start kind of figuring it out from there. Well, in assuming I think. Yeah, in 2027, when my house is built, you'll come visit in South Dakota. Yes, in 2033, I'll be there. 2033. Uh, <laughs> Mexi Mike for five bucks. Um, women were all about the plausible deniability. They loved the, I know what that cock carousel in here, 18 to 28, and are claiming unawareness or post-wall rage. I have zero pity for them. I think most of them, a lot of them might fit that description. I don't know who are are they claiming unawareness? I, that would even indicate they were wrong. I've I've not seen that, but but has Mexi Mike seen that? Well, that, that's why I asked earlier. Like, how many do you think honestly had no idea because they had no guidance? Um, I I don't believe. 
I believe everyone knows what they're doing at a certain level. Mm-hmm. Every woman in America, let alone the world, knows nobody likes fat chicks. Even the fat chicks saying fat, even they know it. Um, I believe minorities know deep down inside it has nothing to do with their race or skin color or ethnicity. It's that they have made bad choices and they're reminded by people who are in their exact same situation, exact name, ethnicity or whatever, who made the right choices and do well. They their pride will not allow them to take responsibility, so they'll go to the latest scapegoat. Uh, you know, for oh, it's whitey, or in case of uh, white people, it's Jews or whatever else. Um, <clears throat> and the same thing with women. I, when when this is deep down inside, they know what they're doing, and they're hoping they win. That at the last minute, and you know what they're doing? They're just maximizing their utility. Uh, and it's, it's logical, common sense. Like, okay, I'm young. I can bang all these hot guys. Okay. Go have your fun. Okay. And then in the waning hours, now I'm going to cash out my chips, 28, 29, 30. Um, but what they don't realize, and this, I mentioned this before is, okay. It's one thing just to use your looks and go have fun and go have sex. That's fine. That's human nature. But when you want to get married, there needs to be a little bit of training or at least a little bit of education. Like, okay, now you're talking about love and selflessness and sacrifice and you have to be responsible. And there's this other human being. And I don't think they have any of that simply because both men and women of, of younger generations, not just women have been completely spoiled and entitled and are com- completely solipsistic. They don't view men as another human being that needs to be negotiated with and incentivized to willingly want to go out with that girl they literally, and, and let's look at it this way. Everything has been structured and organized where it's a literal um, law of physics where for every action, there's an opposite reaction. So if I study hard, I get A's. And that's from five years old to 25 when they get their master's degrees. <clears throat> if I, I'm trying to pick one, I go to the nightclub and wear these heels or this outfit, I'll get a guy who's really hot and he wants to have sex with me. It's it's scientific. It's mathematical. When it comes to marriage, <clears throat> it's the first time where it's like, uh, no, this is not you just show up and then you get a husband at the husband's door. You need to date. You need to court. You need to be nice. You need to fall in love. This is and that and that is not as simple a formula as study hard, get A's or be hot and get laid. And that's where all of a sudden it takes them two, three, four years. They're frustrated. Uh, so I do believe they might be unaware what it takes to actually be mature enough, fall in love, be marriage material, things like that. Uh, but deep down inside, they know that they're they're playing and having fun. And then at the at the ninth inning, they're going to go and then they're going to get serious and settle down. But they completely underestimate what it takes to find a man willing to settle down with. A uh, couple shout outs. We got Jack Napier in the chat. Oh, and um, it's OK. Yeah, and I always like to say hi to DJ Aftershock. Look at so. this guy. Isn't it like 3 a.m. over at his like small little country in Europe? I think he wakes up like super early. <laughs> well, anyway, Jack Napier, yeah. you can find him on YouTube. Um, Red Evening is the show he does with Rob over at robsays.net. Friday night when I was just like taking a break for some work, I had an enjoyable hour just listening to uh, Jack and Rob Friday They're good. Night. They're very yeah. good. Yeah. No, he's he's really good. Yeah. Uh, I should download them and tune into them tonight. Listen to that before I go to bed. Cynic uh, Claire needs a booster for a synonym synonym for rooster. Yeah, I get it. He's smarter than us. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Accounting bits, four ninety nine. Vlad, let's grab drinks when you're done with busy season. I live in your area. Okay. Um, soon. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a meetup in Vegas. All right. What? Yeah, I'm doing a meetup in Vegas. Like now or? No, not now. No, in the future. Um, and I, I, I sent an email out to all the people that like I have a Vegas file, like different people. Hey, let me know when you're in town. So I'm like, yeah, I'm in town. Let's do a meetup. And so um, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not going to tolerate Spurgs. <clears throat> Anyone listening right now, if you think you're going to come in and talk my ear off instead of engage with other people, it's not going to happen. But I think I've vetted my my invitees pretty well because uh, they had serious questions that they were professionals. But um, I uh, I remember like way back in the, like before I I met you I'd like go to meetups. It was great meeting all these different people, and yeah. then you realize about half the people have a mental illness and you don't exist. They just blather at you and monopolize your time, and you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. And enjoy talking to some people and chill the fuck out. I'm not working right now. Didn't you experience a little bit of that even here a couple of times? In Chicago? Yeah, I thought once or twice. Because we've had a bunch of them. I thought maybe you got yeah. cornered a couple of times. Uh, maybe. Years ago. Years ago, Years ago, maybe I did. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I know in Vegas there's been two great meetups ruined um, by these Spurgs. Uh, one of which, you know, I'll tell you about later. I'll tell you the story, but you know who it is in, in Vegas. It was in Vegas. You weren't there before I knew you, but I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yes. And it was like, great. See, that's the thing. Like you get all these like-minded people together and I get to meet people. I see them on the internet. Oh, this is great. Just takes one never shutting up Spurg to just suck all the oxygen and the fun out. And everyone's like, oh, we got to be gingerly around this guy. And I can't talk to that cool vet over there who's stationed in Afghanistan and work for special ops. And I can't talk to the the surgeon over there who used to be a banker, but he wanted to do something better with his life, became a banker. I can't, I can't talk to that cool girl over there who's an economist, uh, but she's a girl and she's really cool because very rarely do girls become, you know, non-Marxist economists. And nope, you got, so, you know, uh, I'm living at home with my mom. <laughs> like, uh-uh. I, I will not, will not tolerate it. Will not tolerate so you got to make sure that uh, accounting bites, you better not spurg out on chat if he does agree to meet you. Well, like anybody who's in the area, you basically have to come to my neighborhood and, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, Mexi Mike, man, you were just generous tonight. He's very generous. Him and confident, man. I don't know. Uh, maybe they just want Athen to cut his balls. You know, maybe they just want to (laughs) have the snippety snip. These are well-timed because I think that's coming up soon. Um, $5 maximizing work. If there's 30 year betas willing and waiting, but let's face it. If 80% of us are, and we work to become alpha said alphas will go after new crop of chicas yeah it's like if you get to a point where you can have your pick of whoever wants you at at, you know when they're 30 you can get younger it's it's yeah no it's yeah i'm just amazed at the thirst where like you would think there'd be a bottom where men would say all right you women are just too fat nope you guys will still fuck them you'll still make them think they're hot i'm just yeah, you pour in the storm, huh, guys? And then you wonder why they like if 
and I know you guys are addicted to pussy, but could you just like have look? All right, I fucked one fat chick. I rode the moped. I was drunk. <laughs> I was tired. She offered to give me a ride home. And she's literally like, so we aren't gonna have sex. I'm like, all right. Uh, which would be rape by today's standards, which I would never do because it was a rape. I was voluntary uh, in that. Um, but that's like, that was like rare. It was only a one-off. Uh, guys, just say no, okay? Look, just say no to drugs. Just say no to fat chicks, all right? How hard is it? Yeah. Maybe the standards will go up. David Little, 499. Hey, guys, dealing with militia folk at my security job talking about overthrow. How do I keep focus around these kids with guns in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be near D.C. right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of confused with Dave. I mean, are these co-workers? They're like, yeah, man, let's go shoot the do-do-do-do-do. Or, like, are you at a building that you have to protect and there's militia folk with guns up front? That I'm going to uh, guess it's co-workers. Think it's co-workers like yeah just keep your nose down and maybe even report it to your boss and like hey i'm real uncomfortable with this and they're talking about this stuff i don't want to file a complaint but just to inform you you know and i'm not with them uh because you got dave's got a good setup he's got a security guard job he's studying i think to become an accountant as well and man you you don't want to give up that sweet gig dave and so maybe kind of inform your boss but don't file a complaint um because you don't want it backfiring on you either. Oh, and, right. and here's the thing. If you're a security guard, Dave, you're just there to observe and report. And if there's guns, you leave. You get the F out, man. It, it, it's not worth $12 an hour or whatever they're paying you. Um, cynic for two bucks. Money to get our favorite Hispanic person snipped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you. So the other day when me and some other YouTube user put forth the exact same super chat, somebody you know was over sitting on my couch. So oh, I was, was trying. He? Yeah, I was trying to arrange it. So we did it like exactly the same time, but we were off in our in our timing. I thought I thought somebody had hacked your account or you had another account that you went under. I was no, like, no. One of your one of our buddies was hanging out. <laughs> Um, Mexi Mike for two bucks. That Atham guy, shake my head, castrate that bad hombre. Well, that's what we're doing. And, and you know what? We can say, hey, remember when, when Atham had balls? I say, yeah, those are good times. Safety Doc in the house. Oh, hey, look at look old Doc's in the neighborhood. Just so everybody knows, you don't get castrated when you have a vasectomy. You still have your balls. <laughs> um, we, we are not cutting off Atham's penis. Those of you who are eagerly donating, oh, whoa, we get to cut his balls off? No, unfortunately, his balls will still be attached. Uh, <laughs> Dre. <laughs> Dre. Uh, Dre for two bucks. What was this? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cappy got graped. Graped. Uh, graped. What was his name? JK LOL. <laughs> no, it was it was unfortunately it's it's so sad. This gal was a real good looking gal underneath about 40 pounds, maybe 50 pounds of fat, and she was pretty tall too. So she could have she just lost a little bit of well, a fair amount of weight. And she was sharp. I really enjoyed her company intellectually. And um, it's just so sad. Like she's like, So are are we going out? I'm like, no. Well, why why won't you go out with me? Because you're overweight, and then she never talked about <laughs> again. And I'm like, look, what what, what, how, what, what is it going through life overweight, lying to yourself all the time? Do you think that takes more energy than just like eating right and maybe going for a walk? Come on, that's effort. I, 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 but Chad, you're silly. It's so hard for women. 
to keep the weight <laughs> off. Just so yeah. hard. It's not hard for not hard for dudes. It's only for women. You know, it's hard. Yeah, it's not hard for North Koreans or Venezuelans, but it must be magically in our and on, on this piece of dirt, it's hard for women to lose weight. <laughs> oh, uh, looks like we're all caught up for now. Well, uh, there's one more from Accounting Bits, which I definitely want to read. Um, so, dollar ninety nine. There's no such ah, thing. Nah. As so, I beg to defer. Early on, when I was just taking any client I could get. Uh, which I'm obviously not doing now. A lot of them told me, they're like, yeah, you seem normal. Everybody else I talked to was just so weird. You know, the other CPAs. So there's mm -hmm. plenty of CPA spurs, plenty. There, there is, well, see, you don't fit the stereotypical CPA accountant because you have like a little bit of a social life and you go out and you've, you've, you've been with girls and, uh, you know, you go hiking. But yeah, I, I've known, I remember some of the accounting students back at the, Carlson, Carlson School of Management. And yeah, a lot of them were like, man, are you a robot? Do you, do you have feelings at all? You... I think the audit people are worse than the tax people with personality, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, nonstop Dre for two bucks. Uh, I'm done. I'm doing evening security now. Thanks to Kathy. Good. Really? Is it arm Dre or is it uh, just, just desk patrol or something like that? That's uh that's uh, I'm glad every, I'm glad these guys are taking my advice and and if it's worked for Dave, it's hopefully working for Dre. But I've gotten emails like, dude, you're totally right about security. It's like the one of the easiest gigs. I could totally work on my stuff and da, da, da. Uh, Mexi Mike again for two bucks. Yeah, let's get that anthem a bris celebration, a bris. Yeah. That's a bris? Um, so when um, you never saw that South Park episode. Uh so Kyle's younger brother, you know, is, is Jewish. And when you're when you're uh, Jewish, when you're a baby, they kind of like. Oh, they kind of yeah, type the... Yeah. So he was so Kyle's trying to hide his little brother to spare him. Oh. Then, one of the early episodes. Should we get Athem a yarmulke? A yarmulke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd be, be kind of Jewish then, right? After a castration, not castration, after a vasectomy. Well, he certainly looks like he's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like he's it's Jewish. It's a joke. He looks it's like a he's joke. Mexican. That that was that was my joke, my late night. Atham Eldecuestein. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to um, some uh, email, fan mail. I got to go through here to clean this up. Uh, so much Dre has sent me some real interesting uh, um, observations. Uh, this is from Mark. Hey, Cappy, I'm the same age as you and have similar plans in regards to retirement overseas. I'm from Sydney. I've been traveling to Thailand for an annual vacation since I was 19. Bought a crap apartment in Sydney when I was 19. I got into university but declined. And somehow my low-rent apartment is now considered boutique when worth a lot of money. I intend on selling and moving to Thailand. I heard you were talking about doing reconnaissance in various parts of the world for a retirement home. With your online job, a place in Southeast Asia or somewhere else would be perfect. I've been doing reconnaissance seriously for the past 10 years in Southeast Asia. So I thought I would drop you a line with what I have discovered. I know you have probably spoken to subscribers already in these countries, but maybe I can add something. You've helped me with your videos, so I figure I can, I will help you a little if I can. Um, so he goes through uh, all that, and I wanted to thank Mark for doing that. And a bunch of other people uh, have also emailed me about their respective countries that they've either lived in or they're familiar with. And guys, it absolutely does help out. I'm putting all these emails into a folder. So I can do some studying and research. And then when I'm in that country, I'll probably, not probably, I almost very likely will hit you guys up because having that knowledge is absolutely 
uh, vital. Dre, unarmed patrol security right now between semesters. Okay, good, good. Good. I think he's in a state where you wouldn't even be allowed to have a gun. Um, I think I know what state he's in, but I'm not sure. Uh, the trucking industry, this comes from a guy. We have a lot of guys interested in trucking. We have Alex Patino, our truck driving Latino agent in the field. Uh, dear asshole, I watch your videos a lot and really enjoy them. I watched a recent video on the trucking industry and agreed with most of what you said. I thought I'd provide you with some of my own experience in the field, but for some reason, the YouTube app wouldn't let me post. Below this message is the comment I tried to leave. Thought maybe, ba-da-ba. <clears throat> oh, it's lengthy, but I'll go through it. I'm Class A CDL truck driver out of a state. I work for a large company you've heard of. Trucking can pay can vary, but usually working for a union carrier will be more financially rewarding. I will make 110000 this year, pay almost nothing for excellent insurance, and I'm home every night. I'm a college-educated millennial who sort of fell into the industry. I've been driving nearly 10 years now. This industry wouldn't be attractive to the average young person today because it's a tough job. Uh, have you noticed, you know who I think would make great marriage material? All these women, they can't find a man. Are you saying truckers? What kind of truckers? You've seen them. And right now they're vital to the economy. Truckers. Um, geez, man, I'm drawing a blank. Like, How do you get your stuff? Well, you mean the mail? Well, not just mail, but who who else? Well, the, the truckers, they deliver food. They uh, UPS. Oh, FedEx, you mean them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All these delivery guys. Um, have you seen a UPS driver when he's making a delivery? Are they pretty ripped? They're well, they're hustling. And I I mean, I saw two guys like one guy. I was getting some food. And I walked out and this guy shoom, in and out. And I looked at him. this guy had no fat on him. Um, he's obviously, they're hardworking men and women, uh, but in the case of women, they probably want to <clears throat> date men. And then I just, I've been paying attention since, and all these UPS, FedEx, DHL, even the um, regular mail carriers, these guys are in shape guys, and they're working hard. They're typically younger. And uh, I just think that's got to be a, a good screen for quality and caliber men. Now I know. I know, girls, you can't go brag to your fat, bloated, bitchy girlfriends about you dating the UPS guy, even though he's 6'2", in great shape, has a good job, and works an honest job, because it's not prestigious enough. But for those women who are listening and are more along the intellectual and mature lines of this audience, uh, maybe go look at the UPS or the FedEx or any kind of delivery guy uh, out there, because these guys, I mean... They're getting paid. They're in demand. Did you know? Did you realize how much these guys are working overtime during Christmas? I got a client who is making a lot of money doing this. Yeah, yeah. So it's. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, where have all the good men gone? Well, ladies, may I recommend and introduce, in addition to tradesmen and military folk, the UPS guy. But he's not a banker. He's not a surgeon. I just have to say that it's not the same as the Amazon Prime delivery people that I've seen. Why are they different? Um, I just, you know, when I'm walking around or running around here, they're not in the same type of shape as you would expect, you know, a UPS guy or a trucker, at least from the ones I've seen here. Because um, they're usually they're just throwing out small packages, I guess. Well, maybe maybe the Vegas and Minneapolis ones are a little bit more in shape. 
<clears throat> um, my jobs are initially in food service, delivering fast food places, bars, diners, etc. These type of jobs are extremely demanding and involve early morning starts in all weather conditions, then using a ramp and dolly, emptying an entire semi-trailer on your own. Many times you're putting 400 plus pounds on a dolly at a time, running it down a ramp and either getting up or down customer stairs to make deliveries. There could be 10 or more trips in and out like that per delivery. So you're getting your exercise. Then you might have 20 or more stops like that to deliver. Repeat five days a week. These type of jobs actually pay well, and I use them to gain the experience I need to get hired where I am now, which is a much, much nicer gig. Also, especially at first, your hours and work schedule would be less than ideal. You may have to work up to 14 hours per day. Basically, my point is many millennials are simply unwilling to do to work that hard, even when good money is on the table. Yeah, because they're – what are they, Chad? Lo well, lazy. I always get lazy and losers mixed up. They're the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. You are lazy. Lay? Zay. Lazy. Um, personally, I love where I am. I love to drive. I love the freedom of it. I also love that I've been maxing out my 401k since I was 22. I'm 32 now. Can you imagine how much money this guy's got if he was maxing out his 401k at 22? Damn. And the stock gonna... market's been going up. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. 10-year growth. Uh, what I've saved along with my union pension should provide me a solid retirement. I can't complain. Finally, a big reason trucking wages are stagnant in many parts of the industry is because employers bring in foreigners to drive. They aren't the safest drivers and they will work for nothing. Yeah, there's the Russian guy. He uh, almost ran into uh, a, uh, uh, what's it called? Protest on an interstate in Minneapolis. Oh, I remember this and they showed yeah. it. Yeah, and he was from Russia, and they almost pulled him out of his truck. It's like, oh, welcome to the United States, Boris. Yeah, he left to, to escape that. Now it's the yeah. same as the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, there's money to be made in the industry, but you need to be smart about who you work for and what type of trucking you do and where you get training. I went to my local tech college and received great training, uh, training leading to better opportunities. Avoid the CDL mills. You'll get your license from them, but you'll learn nothing and have a much harder time getting the good jobs. So that was uh, from our, one of our truck driving agents in the field. Probably listens to a lot of your stuff while driving around. Yeah, no, we, we have a fair amount of truck drivers uh, that tune in and I'm glad. And that's, that's a, one of the main reasons I want to do this is they download it from the podcast app. So I got to upload this later mm -hmm. to the podcast because they haven't done one in a while. Also my voice has been going because I've been doing so much asshole consulting. Uh, this is um, from a, a kid. I said, send me information about your World War II grandpa. Let me, uh, Lloyd Sorensen, if you guys search him, I'm going to put this in the chat room. Uh, great episode today, Aaron. Here's a video that Fox Sports Wisconsin did on my grandpa for one of the Brewers Memorial Day games a few years back. Thanks for all you do, man. It's been super helpful during these dark times. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, is it Wisco? No, that's his name. Wisco. Yeah, Wisco was his name. We'll Let's put go. that, we'll move that to the book. It goes into the book. I'll put this in the super chat. I forget the context, but his, um, we're talking about something really important and intelligent like we always do because we're that kind of people. Yeah. Here we go. Holy cow. Someone really wants Atham to. to yes, I just saw that. Classic Bassman, 20 bucks. A couple weeks ago, I had a conversation with a self-described socialist. I asked them, are you more of a classical socialist or a social democrat? 
And he replied back with, I'm not that educated on socialism. Enjoy the decline. Yeah. yeah. The vast majority of socialists are just dumb young kids who don't want to work. And yeah. that's it. There's nothing more complicated. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care what. You're just a lazy fuck who doesn't want to work. Just admit it. D d drop the veneer of being an intellectual or an academic, okay? You're just a lazy fuck who doesn't want to work. Probably a neat. You know the neats? Yeah, of course. I know Chris Beckloff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he might have a job, though. I don't know. No, he does have a job. No, I, I, I just like to <laughs> He, for yeah. good reasons, lives with his dad. I can't, I can't give him a cuff about it. He and Arini should collaborate. Uh, Holton H. for five bucks. Got any career change suggestions that will make it easier to leave the U.S.? To leave the U.S.? Um, you should do what I do. It's becoming pretty location independent with this mm -hmm. pandemic. Like, nobody wants to set up an in-person appointment. I would I would probably, like, if this all goes away, um, I'd be torn between just, like, buckling down and getting my CPA or learning computer programming, which I have a longer, steeper learning curve. Learn to code. <laughs> yeah. No, I, but then it would just be like, I'd, I'd be like, ah, fine. I don't have to deal with business at all. Just, uh, and you know what? I, I probably would go with the programming because I, I've been doing economics and finance for so long. Um, I even know a guy who's thinking about getting his master's in economics, not for employment reasons, but for intellectual ones. And he has access to a very cheap but high quality program it almost be for intellectual purposes and so um i strongly encouraged him to do it because i i don't know your brain just can't i'm sure your brain cannot live on a diet of debits and credits there has to be something else to to stimulate it over the days correct oh yeah gambling drugs alcohol no <laughs> maybe in vegas out of curiosity speaking of, of drugs and alcohol um were you and Atham like doing drugs a couple uh, email exchanges on our Facebook thread? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I, I, I have minor indulgences on some. Sounds like Atham has some More good. Than minor? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I don't want to make, he probably doesn't want me saying that. So I'm not going to. Read from like, what the hell, Atham? And he that posted. What? That was Friday night. Friday night, because that was my one, like, I'm going to take a break, not do any work. And yeah, he was doing some stuff. I was doing some stuff. Of course, you know, Jack and Rob get on when I'm under some influence and listening to it under that was just quite entertaining. Um, oh. Mexi Mike, two bucks. Ironic, because Russia is turning anti-progressive lib. Of course it is. It's like really kind of strict with Putin there, right? No more. You know... Sometimes you need a strong man to maintain uh, your culture and your your society. But uh, we got we got a guy who's practically dead and a, a leftist feminist quantahaha who's more about her skin color and plumbing than she has any real world ability to lead a country. But I <laughs> cynic five bucks taking my AWS certified solutions architect associate exam next week. Been studying hard for it. Average starting salary is 130K. That's a good salary. Yeah. And Cindy can do it. He is that smart. He's, uh, I won't mention what field he's in. I mean, he indicates here, but yeah. And he, he's the guy we should talk to about remote living uh, throughout the world uh, because he does van life and he does it well. Mm -hmm. so, are we caught up?
Yeah. Okay. Let's get to more of the. This just feels good for me psychologically to clean this up. That's why I like to. I thought you were going to say you feel good psychologically just having me here. What are you, a chick? No. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, 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 you're here because you're bored. I needed to talk to somebody. Uh, that makes me feel so you make special. it rain. We're going we're gonna to help out our buddy Atham. That's what we're going to do here. Um, I mean, it's late here. I'm just not that tired yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to clean this out and. You know, I also feel bad for is all the people that are on my uh, subscribe star. I haven't put any new content up there either. Mm. My voice just won't handle it. Uh, this is, don't need to read that. We have Clemens. Clemens emailed me about uh, international reconnaissance. I'm probably going to have him on the show. Uh, our East Indian agent in the field, one of them, he sent me an article. East Indian. Yeah, East India, meaning from the country of India. I think he's left I think he's left a few super chats on here, right? He, he probably has, yeah. Um we had some rupees or whatever. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's um that's uh oh, what's his name? I forget. Uh this is from the Washington Post. Oh well, it's uh yeah. more people with bachelor's degrees go back to work, go back to school to learn skilled trades. <laughs> <laughs> Scarborough, Maine, putting on hazmat gear for the first time turns out to be a drawn-out process. So the trainees who are practicing this new skill, new skill, make the time go faster with a little clowning around. Smile, work it, work it! Shouts one classmate as she jokingly strikes glamour poses for photos in a heavy vapor suit with red. They're just so cute. They just can't. Can you just be like, wow? I wasted four years of my life of a worthless degree, and I'm dressing up in a plastic monkey suit to pick up waste. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, two layers of gloves, a respirator, and a 26-pound breathing tank. Another prepares to get up uniforms worn by the child detection agent in the movie's monster. See, and you can see the journalism major taking way too effing long to get to the fucking point. Yeah. Four of the five in this group have something else in common. They previously earned bachelor's degrees, even though they've now returned to school to prepare for a job that doesn't require one. <clears throat> bah, bah, bah. And here, here's what I wanted. But after getting a bachelor's degree in political science, for which he's still paying off his student loans, Kelly realized that he's a fucking retard. I mean, Kelly realized that he actually <laughs> wanted to do was become a firefighter. After <laughs> all, he said, unlike a politician, no one is ever angry to see a firefighter show up. Um, I spent a lot of money to end up doing this, said the 28-year-old, blah, 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 28. You know that men back in the 40s that were 28 had gone through a war, maybe even Korea, and already had an established job and a wife with kids and a house? Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Uh, I thought I was going to put it Noor Al-Hamadi, 26, getting an associate's degree in nursing. Okay, so he's doing the right thing. College rest out by parents. I just want to see the degree. Somewhere along the line, it became ingrained that in order to succeed, whether your children wanted to go to college or not, they had to go to college, said Jane Oates, who was an assistant secretary of labor in the Obama administration and now heads working nation. Is that you? <laughs> That's me. It's it's. I have one hour to eat before I go and get blood work done tomorrow, so I can't. I can't. I have to fast for twelve hours. 
Oh, that's funny. I'm doing that on a Wednesday. Actually. Cool. We're all doing yeah. it then this week. A nonprofit that tries to better match workers with jobs. This worthless bitch, Jane Oates. <laughs> uh, so, all right. We, we More funny of the liberal arts majors. Ha ha, fucking up. There we go. Aaron Cleary's right again. Uh, oh, I wanted to thank this guy. All of a sudden, there was $125 in my PayPal account uh, about a cool. month or so ago. Yeah. And um, when you when you make a PayPal donation, you usually got to leave an email. So I emailed them. And this is from Gary. Aaron, I just made a pay- – I asked him why he gave the 125 bucks. He says, I just made a payment, and what I would like you to do is take a few hours off and go hiking the next time you're in the Black Hills because I needed to be paid to do that. <laughs> Chad, Chad, I want to pay you 125 bucks so that the next time you see a big-titted redhead that wants to have sex with you, you have sex with her. Are you okay with that? No, you got to make it 200, man. Otherwise, you know, no. <laughs> um, or you could donate the money to Winona State Leadership and Advocacy Program if you prefer. prefer. I, I don't know what that is. I enjoyed your enjoy the decline and am trying my best to keep that in mind as I see things evolving. I also bought my ex-girlfriend's son bachelorhood economics. I didn't know there was bachelorhood. Bachelorhood economics. Bachelorhood economics. That's that's. I thought it was called the black man's got out of poverty. Available paperback and Kindle. Uh, but bachelorhood economics. Unfortunately, is not following it. But hey, I can't control that. Uh, Happy New Year. Sincerely, broke unemployed boomer banker. Uh, 1970, and this is interesting, 1979, I spent five weeks doing field work in the Black Hills. Uh, field work was mostly hiking around and mapping outcrops. Very nice area, and if I recall correctly, damn sunny and hot in the summer. Yes. Yes, it is. And so thanks, Gary. I, I, it's been a month since he made the donation. But that was awfully kind. Um, and if anybody listening would like to donate 125 bucks to, to make me go hike in the Black Hills, or ride motorcycles or have sex with beautiful women. You could you could donate money to help that cause. I am also accepting those types of donations at this time. <laughs> Hang on, kind of all the all the equipment I bought is kind of fragile. If you bump it, it, it kind of goes out in one one year. Are you doing wired internet right now, or is it Wi Fi? No, it's it's wi- Wi Fi. I should probably buy a wired. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna put that on my. I'm gonna put that on my to do. Business expense. Yeah. Get an eight category. I got one and it's nice, nice and fast. What's an eight category? Uh, it's like the fastest one, at least that I could find um, for Ethernet cable, the fastest uh, one. You're on mute, dude. You're on mute. Remind me to yeah. do that so I don't I don't forget. Somebody correct me in the chat if there's a better one. That's just what I found. Uh, Robert Flores, five bucks. Some people have written about living on a boat. It's a bad idea. Lots of work to keep the boat healthy. It gets old as you get older. Yeah, and it, especially if you're in salt water, I found out. Um, salt will clog up your drain lines and exhaust lines. and other, Yeah, boats are, boats are not just a piece of wood floating in the water. There's a lot to it. The best um, ones are on Lake Michigan in the summer. Just for a few hours. Uh, Laughing Lark, $10. Hey, sexy, play Misty for me. Laughing my ass off. Do you know this person? Uh, Laughing Lark, he's a regular guy. Yeah. Hey, sexy, play Misty for me. That's a play Misty for me. That's a a quote from a movie. Um, Let's let's take a look at that. Hang on. I could yell and ask Alexa, but I won't. 
Would it piss off your neighbors? Play Misty for me. <laughs> oh, is a psychological thriller director and starring Clint Eastwood in his directorial debut. Okay. Budget was $950,000 and it took in 10.6 million. So Clint made a nice little chunk of change on that one. Not bad. Good for him. He's still doing stuff, right? It's got to be. um, Clint Eastwood is one of my heroes because he doesn't retire. On top of just being a badass dude, he doesn't retire and he keeps going. And I listened to a documentary about a guy named Thomas Cochran, who was about the only guy I think that is cooler than Bruce Willis and Clint Eastwood. And he's a, a British guy who whose accomplishments in the Navy, the British Navy, as well as the Chilean, Greek, and Brazilian navies when they were fighting for independence. I cannot even begin to tell you how masculine and awesome this guy is. Um, but I intend on uh, promoting a documentary I, I listened to from Kings and Generals. You guys can find that channel on YouTube. But look up the Thomas Cochran documentary by Kings and Generals, and you will be like, yep, that's the most masculine badass dude I've ever heard of. We watched a bunch of spaghetti westerns over Christmas when I was visiting my parents. It was fun. Yeah. Is that when, when I got two greatest pictures of Mr. Elkins, one where he's sleeping and the other one where he gave me the finger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saved those pictures. That is so cool. Your old man gave us the finger. That's great. That's really of course, cool. you had my mom going, you shouldn't send that to him. <laughs> I'll never forget talking to Mrs. Elkins. You know why? Because you did it for a very long time. Because it took a long time talking to Mrs. Elkins. Your mistake was calling and not texting. <laughs> uh, so Dre sent me a bunch of these uh, dating profiles of women like let's bring down capitalism together and a lot of East Indian chicks and single moms. You know, what's this one? Um, thick, loving and living life. Kind of a geek code data analysis, video games, comic con. Successful. Empowered women don't need a man. They want one. We create our own happiness and invite others to join. That's why you're on dating profile, huh? <laughs> Here's a woman that looks like she stuck her face in a tree set, uh, shredder. Uh, and her subtitle is Dad Fucker at Your Dad. Don't swipe dad. right if you're not trying to lick my asshole clean. Also, I change my hair color a lot. Wait, what are you looking at right I, now? These are These are profiles, dating profiles from, uh, I won't say which uh, dating site i think i know but <laughs> dre dre took screenshots of these oh okay and again proving it's worse than you think there are so many of these and they're so bad i i'm compelled to just lower my overall opinion of women i'm sorry ladies until i see dre here's what i want you to do send me some good ones okay send me the good ones and i bet she's not going to be able to find anywhere near the volume of bad ones because these huh. are pretty bad. I mean, here, I could go through another. Oh, wait, where to go? Um, when Lizo said, once upon a time, I was a hoe. I don't even want a hoe no more. I effing felt that. Coffee lover, mental health and social justice advocate, therapist, and I don't know what else. Bios are weird. <clears throat> Slide in and ask me anything. I value honesty, openness, and empathy. And, of course, it's a faceless picture. Oh, no, there she is. Okay, yeah, well, great. Uh, 
We'll get along if you like talking about identity, unlearning heteronormativity, and why not? Shut up. <laughs> oh, Dre. My interests include Harry Styles, coming of age film, makeup, communism, Styles. and the beach. I want a boyfriend. I want to befriend kind and witty folk and date an anti capitalist cutie. And yeah. she is overweight. She's. It, it it's scary. These are all East Indian gals. There must be a <clears throat> a virus or an attempt to get East Indian women um, to go on this. She got huge cans though. I'll grant her that. No I friend. had this. So I was hanging out with our you know mutual friend, our dentist, uh, Saturday night, and we were just talking about this. Like he was telling me about how that particular demographic is gotten exceptionally bad in a lot of ways here oh, in the states go. good good for them I, I be as miserable as your white sisters i don't care. <laughs> you know look look how happy you you want to go full commie why don't you go look how happy your black sisters are i mean <laughs> you really want to go commie go to communist effectively communist micro economies go to the poor india reservations don't go to the rich ones where there's casinos and farming where they are allowed to have some private property you go to White Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, and you you tell me how happy the women are there. <laughs> I have eleven month old twins. I love them so much. I want to find a good guy that I can bring home to my family. I love video chats and movie dates. Add me on Snapchat. Snapchat. I'll supply the movie. You bring the snacks. Um, have children and want more. And uh, she's a mess. So thanks, Dre. Thanks for uh, just be happy. None of us are dating any. I mean, could you imagine being stuck with one of these girls? Let's just say I've uh, been stuck with some rough ones at certain points. All right. Um, oh, <clears throat> here's the guy that was kind enough to send Atham the $500 donation. Oh, let's hear from him. Yeah. Hey, Cappy, I saw your video where you mentioned a friend of yours wants a vasectomy. I got divorced in 2016 and had a vasectomy in 2017. No kids or alimony. Best decision I ever made was getting the SNP. I live in a town, major town, where a vasectomy is five to 600 bucks. So I'm willing to start a tradition with you. I'll pay $500 every January for as long as I can towards a guy getting a vasectomy. All I ask in return is proof the vasectomy was done and video where you say Dennis paid for so-and-so's vasectomy. So I got to save this. Remember to do this when Atham gets his. Let's start with your buddy Atham, which he spells at him. Uh, <laughs> hopefully this will be part of my legacy when I die. Let me know if you agree. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, thank you very much, Dennis. And Atham obviously thanks you <clears throat> even more so. Um, and I, I told him like, well, let's, let's not have you commit every year to a $500 expense. Um, but Every January, you can hit me up. And if we have another candidate, you know, doing that. So I think I'm going to have to leave that one there. Super generous. What a nice. Very, very. Yeah. Um, that goes to Global Reconnaissance. How are we doing on, on any super? Do we got more super chats? We got, we got a couple more here. Uh, Rich. Let's stay on top of them. Uh, Rich Goodson is the next one for four ninety nine. Um how facially how facially and body challenged are they cappy um they they well a lot of them are east indian gals so they kind of look bland you know they all had the long dark hair and they were kept or kempt is it uh, they were 
they, they weren't were overweight. Actually, so they were all a little overweight, but then some of them were were overweight. A lot of it was blue, pink hair and piercings, and mm-hmm. just I'm so mentally challenged. <laughs> all love your government and your socialism that much, then go marry a government check. Just. Uh, my anti-capitalist cutie that's my favorite like yeah okay there's a lot of good looking men who are who are socialists right all right noah correa for five dollars how is vanguard working for you thinking about switching over from betterment as well the ceo keeps sending company emails about how trump is bad i think vanguard's vanguard no i haven't gotten anything from vanguard Uh, i like vanguard it was just straight simple i moved my stuff over to vanguard and that was about it um i haven't gotten any sjw woke shit from vanguard uh and it's i'm glad i left betterment because what what drew the line for me was we're gonna donate money to black lives matter and i'm like okay you're gonna donate money to the aaron cleary pasty white guy fund who still have no money coming in from his parents or is it you're just like gonna suck uh fucking commie dick and now he's what about how bad trump is he's taking a political stand fine bye i even even I'm not even a fan of Trump. Even if you started talking bad about the Democrat president, it's like, dude, shut the fuck up and run your damn company. Yeah. And it's so bad. It's so sad because betterment was a great idea. It, it is a great idea. But I'm not and it's ran by some millennial dipshit who had a brilliant idea. But now because like every millennial is programmed to think, well, I gotta have politics and everything. Like, oh, you can't just run a good company, can you? So stupid. I know. I so we're caught up there. We're caught up there. Um, yeah. From Mike. You are muted. Because I'm coughing. Okay. Um, here we go. This is from Mike. I bought Worthless from my sons in 2012 when they were 15 and 14. They followed the advice. The two went to university to seven degrees and one who did not qualify for a good university when to a trade apprenticeship. They are now all making good money in engineering, surveying, and a trade. The son who took the trade route set up his own Octo- set up his own in October, and he's already averaging 1,100 pounds a week. That's what, 1,500 a week? Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's over 50 grand a year. Yeah. US, that, do you know any liberal arts majors that do that? <laughs> And sometimes makes almost that in a single day. Well, I'm very happy for you, Mike. And that goes into the the book of happiness. So I got that there. Um, this is from Mike. Thanks, Aaron. You know your work is good and hope. And you hope it's changing lives. I can tell you it's changed mine. The complaint department never closes, but the good work department is largely unstaffed. I believe in recognizing good and looking beyond mistakes for solutions. Unless the mistakes are malice in disguise. I did a crude recon into Kilo, Kilona. That's a town in British Columbia, I believe. Wow. <clears throat> Population being a size of 100,000K for female availabilities. Numbers, the book of numbers, has shown me to discard that criteria and recon has reprioritized my direction for my remaining years. I'm outfitting a sprinter van for long-term living. Hey, Cynic would be impressed with this. And we'll spend a good amount of time doing recon in Smithers, as he suggested. Smithers is a beautiful town. At 58, Bachelor Pad Economics reassured me that in that I had adopted about 60% of your suggestions on my own before reading. 
Poor Richards is queued up. <clears throat> and actually lean towards minimalism and suspect I'll be fine. I just paid a top dollar for a sanity and oh, sanity is the, fu the future of wealth. And like Chris with the high IQ, I found it reassuring and explain my own disconnected thoughts. I'll say in the now for me, the best advice I've gleaned from you is let them burn. I hear Rolo a year ago and the light finally went on. I took a roundabout route to your work only recently. Everyone, I mean, <clears throat> now if you have to choose between me, Rolo, and, and Rich Cooper, you obviously should start with me, of course, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> and then maybe, maybe get to their works later on. But so, do you know how? Do you know how many reviews Rich Cooper has on his book? I'm gonna say over two hundred. Three hundred and forty. It's probably more. Damn. That book hasn't even been out a month, and he just killed it, man. He just killed it it's got a following he does he does and it was a good book too i just just like man you know you're like you go rich you i just i just wish wish people would buy my book the book of numbers apparently some shirtless bald canadian with a beard is gonna oh, that's more that's more attractive i guess <laughs> um rhinestone <laughs> once i finally woke up look at the look closer at pretty much every leftist issue and made a hard right from my former Kool-Aid guzzling days living on the sixth level. Saul was asked what caused him to abandon Marxism for conservatism. His reply, facts. I found myself debating sanity with leftists, never getting purchased, never getting purchased with facts or uncommon sense. Uh, he goes on. This will also go into the book of happiness. Okay. Got that. Um, guy saying Ryan Stone never gets credit. I like Ryan's stuff. I, I need to I, get his book. I promote his book. He had a brilliant observation, and it's, and it will be the foundational observation his book caused me to have that will write a new essay. That's going to be very important philosophically, arguably the most important philosophical advancement made. <laughs> Um, since Socrates, just kidding, but in the past hundred, well, more than hundred, <laughs> past fifty years, easy because it's just been oh, what Noam Chomsky. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> this is from Ronaldo. Uh, Captain, first of all, my sincere apologies for taking so long to reply. As a response, I want to bring you a new video request on my career and perspective regarding life. Oh wait, do I have to answer this? I read four-hour work week. Anyway, in the middle of one of your videos, four-hour work week. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, this is Busako, man. Oh, okay. he's a regular guy. Um, here we go. And did he want a response? Are, are people paying you for these or this is just random? No, like I, these are just, this is a fan mail or interesting mails I've saved because I wanted to read them on the air. So far, I've finished How Not to Become a Millennial. That is your masterpiece. Jesus, fuck. It's that good. Most people don't realize. Bachelor Pad Economics, The Way of Man, Curse of the High. I didn't write The Way of Man. Insanity is the future of wealth. Now I have 10 hours left to, on the rational mail. Mm. I've read Four Hour Work Week back in 2016. Great book. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. <clears throat> oh, he's very familiar with British Columbia, too. Anyway, I, as I was in the middle of one of your videos today, I've watched almost all of them. I felt it was more than time to write back to you. I just wanted to thank you for the extra 20 years of knowledge you added to my life. See, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to save people time. 
So if you don't fuck up like we do, you'll be where me and Chad are by the age of 31 instead of 40. <laughs> um, you truly provide more value to society than 99% of the people in this world. I do not have the words to explain how meaningful your work is. See, this is very nice. Mm-hmm. And as we move to year of COVID-21, I just want to say that I hope you have your angry guidance for many years to come. Angry uh, guidance. From the bottom, now here's here's where he pulls a Dre. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You're truly brave and amazing. See, that's you got to get that one in there. You capitalize brave and amazing. I might be moving elsewhere in Europe soon, but if you ever visit this side of the world, I owe you a few beers. Also, please consider Portugal as one of your possible countries. By the way, I'm Busaco Man. Oh, he's Portuguese. Bringing a poop emoji to your show whenever I have an extra euro to spend. Kindest regards from your Brazilian agent in the field, and that's Busaco. Okay, so I'm going to put that in the reconnaissance file. Move to global reconnaissance. Maybe I start there. I visit Busaco over in uh, Portugal, and then I visit Sad Hill Cemetery. I want to go to Madagascar. (laughs) You do know it was a cartoon, right? Yes, yes, yes. You know, Chris Rock is not, there's not a talking zebra voiced by Chris Rock over there. Damn. Um, Scott writes, I looked up Bachelor Pad Economics on goodreads.com. I recommended the book to a friend's, and so, a friend's son. I just wanted to see the comments. Most are good, but some of the bad ones are fucking hilarious and in need of a rant. You should go through the reviews of some of your books on this website and others make a video about the funniest ones. Yes, I will pay you, you cheap bastard. I'm attaching my favorite one because she literally has true statements in a tone of outrage, then lies about others. I hope it's real, not a troll. This is written by Sylvia. <clears throat> I would give it zero stars if I could. This made its way into my highly impressionable and misguided younger brother's hands. Yes! Yes! <laughs> it instructs men on how to rape women by plying them with alcohol. Chad... <laughs> In the years and all the works you have known me, have I ever taken a pro-rape standpoint? Not even uh, other people who have been accused of being rapists have done that. So, oh God. I just, you, you want to talk about just the, the deceit and evil and lies of the left. I have never endorsed Graping somebody. Graping. Never <laughs> to do a hat tip to Better Bachelor Joker over at Better Bachelor. Check out his channel. Uh, it discusses sexual market value and states women are the suppliers of sex and men are the ones who demand it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. It implies women are not in STEM fields simply because they choose easier career paths. Yes. It's true. Okay. I have the okay. numbers to prove it. It also says that your typical woman with a PhD finishes college at 30, then overworks herself until 40. I don't think I wrote that. I did not say that. I did not say that. Then overworks herself until 40, by which time she's no longer able to attract a husband. That That is true, though, by default or by accident. <clears throat> Particularly puzzling, puzzling is the page where the author veers off about talking about the black community and Obama as an example of how feminism, the government, and women having jobs are ruining the natural dynamic between I've, Chad, have I ever been against women having jobs? Not that I've read or ever heard you say. Do not, do not I champion and cheerlead women to go into STEM and make as much money as men. Yeah, but they don't. But you've 
definitely been an advocate for it. And see, well, this and this is where it's they're all lies. Yeah. These people are mentally ill, they have an agenda, and anytime someone comes in with some logic or data, they immediately gotta go into name calling and say you said things that you did. It, it's it is funny, it, it's hilarious. And I think what's sad <clears throat> in the olden days, like an accusation of grape. Or, oh, they said this thing. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Now, I think these Karens have so Karenized themselves, they're pigeonholed, uh, that no one takes them seriously. Oh, yeah, sure, he said that. Okay, whatever, Karen. Um, Karen. But anyway, thank you, Scott. Um, You know what? Let me tell him. Uh, No, I'll just... just, Me and our... Our, our mutual dentist friend, we were just having some great laughs about uh, talking about Karen's just the other night is <laughs> comparing our Karen clients, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we got any super chats? Are we caught up? I think we're caught up. I don't really see. Nope. We're caught up. Yeah. Caught up. Awesome. All right. Let's get to. Oh, man, Chad, I'm going to have a clean inbox after this. Uh, Dre sent some more screenshots. Oh, jeez. Dre, say, keep keep sending them to me now on second hand because I just want to read through the thing. Uh, queer non-binary feminist who does spells and shit on the weekends. I'm a socialist liberal snowflake. Your parents warned you about zero talents probably for people with superior complex about their music taste. Wear a mask, you filthy animal. She, they. Oh, I hate it when they put pronouns on there. God, shut and, and, up. Uh, a non-negotiable. You support Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, oh. equality, and respect my gender identity slash sexuality. Uh, is this the same gal? It is the same gal. Um, now, sit down, Chad. I hope I hope you're ready for this. Pro, I don't talk to my parents, so you'll never have to stress about meeting them. Con, you don't get to boost my confidence. You don't get the confidence boost on my parents liking you. I... <laughs> I'm sure the father was not available for comment. I, well, I, <laughs> and this is where, if you saw the profile, you just, I can't do anything to hurt you or to retaliate against you voting to take more of my money away. You are already hurting yourself enough. There's nothing for me to do here. I can, I can just walk away. Yeah. And, uh, I can't, I can't imagine what the next 20 years of life is going to be in that mental hell. I really can't. I'm a little jealous that you have visuals of this stuff because I'm I'm forming in my mind what I think these people. Oh, okay, look well, like. Dre, Dre, um, email Chad the next time. CCSR. Uh, this came from a guy called Crazy Eyes Milfa. And he <laughs> uh, says, "I just got back from the Crimea. Cool. Here's some pictures attached to the email. I backpacked with a friend through Alushta, Yalta, Sevastopol, and oh, this is a <clears throat> back here say right." The pics are from places near these four cities. Uh, got to visit where they hosted the Yalta conference. And um, I like the architecture, the picture. It looks semi-arid. Kind of a cross between European and Middle Eastern architecture. You can see the the Turks' influence there. Soviet influence as well. They have Starducks. Not Starbucks, Starducks. Starducks, okay. Starducks. Yeah, this looks very nice. Looks like some great motorcycle riding. Yes, yeah, semi-arid. Very pretty pictures. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you know what? That will go into the happy, the, 
empty folder of happiness? Uh, uh, Dre's asking for my email. Um, wish I could send it. Elkincpa.com. Can you just do that? Yeah, I, I, I want to give him my personal email, though. Uh, how about this? Will you, will you reply to his email with my personal email? All right, I'll, I'll get there. Uh, why don't you handle yeah, this one? So, here? Okay. Mexi Mike for two bucks. Any way we can check out the poop show profiles? Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you spent two dollars and five cents, maybe you get the extra couple words to tell us what the hell you're talking about, Mexi Mike. What? Although, to be <laughs> he's fair, he's been generous. Can, he's been very generous, but to yeah. be fair, you you can only do in like two and then five. Like the increments are very weird. Uh, Google uh, kind of relegate you to specific things um oh by the way uh i want to promote this guy uh dr david maloney his therapist.com uh he is a psychologist who's opening up a practice for men um and i don't know a lot of psychologists that only focus on men but he is one of them and he was a client of mine he asked if i thought it was a good idea i said dude that service is needed desperately and I've had a lot of people where they say, I need help with this. I'm like, dude, you, you need to talk to a professional because by law, I can't, I can't consult you if you're schizophrenic or should you go off your meds? Like if you come up to me, should I go off my meds? I'm not taking the legal risk of telling you what to, to do and not do. I'm a schizophrenic. What do you, no, I can't tell you. I, I'm one, I want to kill myself. I, go talk to someone else. This is the guy to talk to. I'm not a professional. Um, <clears throat> so if you're looking for a therapist, uh, Contact Dr. David Maloney. Tell him Captain sent you his therapist. Let me double check, make sure I got this. I want to make sure I got this. Histherapist.com. And there it is. Very well done professional website. <laughs> Certainly better than mine. Um, so go talk to him if you need some help. You've seen the movie What About Bob, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. There's Richard just Dreyfus and Bill Murray. Yeah, and one of Bill Murray's jokes was, um, roses are red, violets are blue. I'm a schizophrenic, and so am I. <laughs> uh, hey, Cap, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for the kick in the ass I needed years ago. I was a loser when I started watching your videos years ago, and I'm a moderately successful junior software developer making 50000 a year with student loan. Oh, I think I already read this one. Yeah, this that's one, sounds... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got my degree, started my first job in months of graduating, only about 3,000 student loans. Three years later, all of it has been paid off, starting to build savings career. Thank you for being the role model and the asshole I need to get my life together. By the way, you should really secure your site. Yeah, I did do this one uh, before. Thank you, Joe. Oh, that's why I got a – I did a very good – hell yeah. Oh, I'm waiting on him. That's why that one's there. Mm -hmm. David Barnett. Chad, you have helped me catch up. Oh, wait, hang on. Dre just sent one. <laughs> Dre sent another one. Oh, I uh, want to see these. He says, here's a soon-to-be single mom. Um, Dude, forward some of these to me. I only date plat guys? What are plat guys? Plat? P-L-A-T-T? -T? No, P-L-A-T. Uh, some, some millennial acronym that I probably don't know about. Oh. Uh, you guys... I I make up for my lack of tits with my fat ass. I like to ride my horse bareback, but you can ride me bareback too. Classy. Oh, she's fat. Yeah, she's fat. Um, yeah. Thanks, Dre. See, you can't watch too many of these because then you get depressed. 
Welcome to my last, I don't know, 11 months. <laughs> all right, let's uh, go. Do we have any super chats? Are we all caught up? Looks like we're caught up. 128 awesome. people still hanging around after right, midnight. That's good. That's not bad, especially for short notice. Uh, <clears throat> I get a ton of people following me now during the daytime when I do asshole consulting. I've gotten up to like five, 600 people watching at one time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I, I uh, well, people are working people. from home. They want entertainment. Sure. sure I know. But, their their uh, boss can't sneak up behind them. So what are you doing? Yeah. Hang on. Digi Nomad. Best times after Rolo and Aaron's book. Aaron's first, of course. Yes. Thank you, Digi Nomad. I'm actually impressed with myself. It's terrible out there. So, did you ever read my book or no? I've read a bunch of your books. Which one? The do you book mean? of numbers, though. The book of numbers. Did you read that one? Oh, I, I don't have that one yet. I'm going to get that, and I'm going to read that. Just just for your own mental uh, sanity and stability, get, get it because you'd be like, okay, it's not me. I mean, it really. It, I think that's probably the best benefit that I could give men with that book is it's not you. One of our mutual friends here where I live just was raving about how great it was. Uh, does this individual have a boat? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I do value his opinion. He's in Costa Rica right now. Of course he is, that asshole. <laughs> he probably lives there. He's like, uh, Costa Rica. Anyway, there's the link to the book, the book of numbers. All right. Uh, you're not taking on clients, so we don't have to tell people where you are. Yeah, I, I'm not really doing that. But, you know, I if somebody listens to me and they make sense, I'll go ahead and say I'm at Elkin CPA. So if you just email me and I'll tell you if I can take you on and tell me some details about it. Yeah, if, okay. if you are an extension filer, do not bother. Um, and you are not a bookkeeper. You have bookkeepers you can hire. Yes, very You're not a bookkeeper. You do taxes. But if you need bookkeeping... Chad has people that he can refer you to if you need accounting or something like that. And they are quality, so yeah. Yes, they are. I can vouch for them. Um, mm -hmm. Did you know, Matt, two Canadian books? It's a good a read, but it explains a lot. Thanks. Well, thanks book of numbers? Yeah. I, I would say it's my best short book. Although Curse of the High Q is pretty good, too, because um, it's different. You know, I never read that one. I never made I mm, never had a chance. Like it, yeah, it'll give you a different perspective. It, it certainly leaves the realm of the red pill and goes a, a different way. But it was an interesting intellectual exercise. I enjoyed it. Cool. All right. All right. Well, do you want to take us out appropriately? All right, ladies and gentlemen, toodles.